Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, and coming up, a conversation with Texas women's head coach Vic Schaefer, our 2018 Warner Ladder Naismith Women's Coach of the Year at Mississippi State. Vic getting set to start his third season as the Longhorns head coach, won the conference tournament championship last year, knocking off Baylor and made it to the NCAA's Elite Eight with a 29-7 and overall final record. We'll talk to Vic about his great career and what's ahead for the Longhorns this season. We begin with our Jersey Mike's news and notes, and this one from late last week, Florida transfer Keontae Johnson is going to continue his college basketball career at Kansas State. You may recall this is the young man who, while playing at Florida in the 2021 season, collapsed, then fell face first to the floor in a game against Florida State. He was rushed to the hospital in Tallahassee and then was stabilized and then was transported back to Greenville. And he was released after quite a stay in the hospital, 10 days in fact, but he never played again at Florida. He is going to transfer. He'll be a graduate transfer. That means he'll have one year of eligibility left, but it will be so great to have Keontae Johnson back on the court, and he chose those Wildcats. So congratulations to Keontae and K-State, and we'll look for big things from him this winter. My conversation with Vic Schaefer when we come back after this from Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's would like to dedicate the next three seconds to our new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss sub. Trust us, it tastes good too, because fresh ingredients make a sub above. Always a pleasure to catch up with the 2018 Warner Ladder Naismith Women's Coach of the Year, the head man at Texas. Vic Schaefer is joining us on the podcast this week. Vic, how are you, my friend? Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Everything's doing well and uh, excited about a new year. So appreciate you having me on this morning. Absolutely. Um, Where to begin, right? Uh, You got to be chopping at the bit, ready to go, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really I love my team. Um, they've had a great summer, one of the best summers um, I've ever had a team have. And um, I just, um, you know, obviously on paper they look really good, but now we gotta we got to go do it and you gotta, you got to go play, and uh, that's the challenge. But, um, boy, i got a, a really good group of young ladies. They're working really hard, and they're great kids. Well, Vic, who can we look for in your ball club this year? Well, I, I think, you know, we've got a number of kids. I mean, it starts, I think, with Rory Harmon, point guard, and, and uh, Aaliyah Moore. I think those two kids coming in um, off the year. You know, Aaliyah got hurt early, really struggled for a while because of the injury, and, and uh, it set her back. And then she came on late and was really big down the stretch in the Big 12 tournament and then in the NCAA tournament. And, of course, Rory was pretty solid all year and, and obviously had a great freshman year. Um, and, and so I, I think coming off, she's an honorable mention All-American. So uh, I think it starts with those two. Um, Kendall's had a great summer. Uh, another, you know, came in with those two as a freshman and and has had a really good summer with us. And, um, and, and then again, you know, I think Deanna Gaston, never been healthy in her life. Um, really in high school and here at Texas is finally, I think, healthy and has had a great summer and uh, just a tremendous athletic basketball player at 6'3", 
and can play, you know, multiple positions. So, uh, and then <laughs> I've signed, we signed four kids out of the portal, 54 points and 27 rebounds. That's got to be some kind of record. Um, <laughs> you know, to have to have that coming in, all really proven players at their respective schools that they were at before, and uh, I'm super, you know, super excited to to see what um, you know what they bring to the table for us here at Texas. But I'm I'm really encouraged by what I've seen so far. So, you know, anytime you can you can do that. Uh, obviously, two 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 scoring guards in in Sonia Morris and and uh, Shaley Gonzalez that both averaged 18 a game at their previous schools can get their own shot, smart, heady players, um, great passers and decision makers. Um, Shaley's actually a second team all American. Um, and Sonia's in the top 10 in scoring in the history at DePaul. And, and then you, you get a Taylor Jones at six, four and, she averaged basically a double double, almost a double double out at Oregon State her sophomore year, and her junior year was cut short um, due to the injury to her shoulder. Um, you know, I, I think those three really bring a lot to the table for us uh, and have proven it. Khadija Fay, she absolutely was a big, yeah, big thing for uh, for them where she. Had a big hand in of us here, so uh, you know I, I think another kid that really can alter and change the game uh, offensively and defensively plays extremely hard and is tough. So I'm excited. I'm excited about my team, and uh, you know I hadn't even talked about the two freshmen that I think are the really. I mean, their future here at Texas is absolutely incredible. In Amina and and. Um, Jockalinga. Jockalinga was player of the year, Gatorade player of the year in South Dakota. Amina's been on back-to-back 5A or 6A state championship teams at DeSoto. Both are big guards, 6'2", long, athletic, quick, um, play multiple positions. And uh, so I'm excited about our group. My goodness, Vic, it's an embarrassment of riches for your program. Well, I just think, you know, we've, we've got – We've got a lot of really good op- options, you know, uh, with with this group. And I think we'll have a lot of competition, to be honest with you. I'm, I think that'll, you know, as they say, the, the cream will rise to the top. And uh, I think this group is going to be crowded at the top. And that's going to be a great challenge for me is is knowing, you know, who to play when. And, and I think it'll be that way all year long. Um, Aaliyah Moore is a great example, was a starter for us early. Big reason we'd go out to Stanford and win early, get mm-hmm. hurt, game of the year. Um, I was out basically two months, couldn't practice play, comes back, lots of rust. Um, most kids would have just said, ah, it's my freshman year, it ain't going to work, and would have stopped working. And that kid just put her head down and just, kept working and next thing you know she she pops out of the clouds and man she is she is hard to deal with and uh really like i said was a big reason why we beat baylor and win the big 12 tournament championship had a big was a big reason in our run in the ncaa tournament got us to the elite eight ultimate competitor then playing for the usa team in three on three all summer 
Uh, they just came back and won the U23. So it's an exciting time for us, no question. Vic, you mentioned the three-on-three, and I wanted to get your impressions on that. From a player development standpoint, um, I have come to really appreciate three-on-three this summer, watching all of our teams, men and women, play. And I think that it is a wonderful, not only is it great to play and, and win and play for your country, but uh, as a as a basketball player, your ability to make quick decisions and play with that short clock, and I'm thinking this is a great developmental tool. Do you see it that way? No question. I think it helps develop kids and teaches them how to create their own shot. Um, you know, the spacing on the floor is, is obviously really good, and uh, it'll teach you even, you know, how to have better spacing. And uh, when you get good spacing, it, you, you, can, you can do a lot of things. So I think it's a great teaching tool. We've incorporated it into our individual workouts to an extent by having some, some, some three-on-three breakdown stuff. I've never been a – especially defensively, I've never been a five-on-five guy until it comes to a scouting report. We've always been a two-on-two, three-on-three, four-on-four when it comes to our defensive drills. But I think offensively, we've got to start doing that as well. Interesting. I know you've got the kids back on campus. Classes have started. Um, with everything that we've all been through with COVID – does it feel sort of normal again? Yeah, it, it, it does. I, I was out on campus Monday taking pictures with all my kids for their first day of class here at Texas, and um, 52,000 back on campus, uh, not very many masks uh, being worn, um, in-person classes. Um, you know, it's, it does have a, a, a feel of regularity. Uh, which I think we desperately need, and um, and I've missed, to be honest with you. It's so hard. Uh, I, my staff and I, we've always been, you know, uh, relationship-based and so hard to get to know kids. Kids get to know you when you're walking around with a mask on. Obviously, you've seen me coach. You know I'm a uh, – I'm a – I, I ride the highs and the lows of my team as they're playing. I'm when I'm excited and happy. I've got the biggest smile of anybody in the gym, you know. And and uh, I, I think it's important that your kids see that. At the same time, as we were talking yesterday in our first team meeting, you know, part of communication is the tone in which you you communicate, and you always can tell when somebody is upset uh, by the tone that they use and. And uh, I think that's it's critical in today's world that we have great lines of communication. And my point is, it's hard to have great lines of communication when you got a mask on, and and your yeah, mask by the way comes up half of your face, so you can't see if somebody's smiling or frowning or you know any of that. And so it's great; it has a really good feel. Um, as you know, this is a tremendous place, the University of Texas, and there's so many great things here. Uh, and to be able to experience it all from the, the culture to the food to the entertainment to, you know, our athletic department in this university, it, it's hard to enjoy it all when you have so many limitations in regards to COVID. So I'm excited to, 
experience it myself personally, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've kind of forgotten what the human touch was all about. Um, Vic, I'm interested, when you talk about communication with your team, what do you tell your players about uh, embracing uh, social media, uh, texting to communicate, etc.? I'm just wondering from a you know, from a, a coach who's been through this grind uh, prior to social media to coaching a group of young ladies that that's all they know is social media, what what are some of the lessons that you'd like to impart? Well, we've talked about it for many, many years, and I said that same thing yesterday. Obviously, with NIL and the interest that, that companies and corporations have in young people today, um, representing them and, and, in, and in, you know, um, in their companies, um, everybody's paying attention to your social media. And so you just have to be cognizant of that. There's a, there's a professional element now to being a kid, so to speak. You know, when we're young, we're learning how to, you know, we're, we're, we're cultivating and developing our maturity and, and understanding the, the professional piece of being a pro in the workplace. I'm not talking about being a pro in basketball. I'm just talking about being a pro in the workplace, right? And mm -hmm. uh, now that's fast-tracked in my mind with social media and now with NIL and um, the opportunities that, that companies are looking to young people to represent them. So they just need to be real cognizant of what's on their, their social pages and just realize that stuff never really truly disappears. You know, it's somewhere. It's in some cloud. And uh, <laughs> and the other piece is, you know, when you interview for a job and sit across from that CEO, he's not going to be – he or she is not going to be texting you. So learn to communicate, you know, verbally. Um, understand the importance of, you know, when you come to a, a, a pre – uh, a preseason meeting with my administration and they're here to just show you support and love. Don't walk in late and don't come in with house shoes on. You know, I just think there's, we're, we're constantly coaching and teaching in so many areas besides X's and O's. And that's our job. And heck you see it. I've seen it. You go on social media, you got universities bragging about, Oh, they've hired this NIL coach or they've got this person handling this. Well, to be quite honest, we've been doing that as assistant coaches forever. You know, as long as I've been in the business, it's just part of being a coach, right? It, it's not just X's and O's, right? It, it's, it's so much more to it. When a parent entrusts you with their daughter, they're entrusting you with everything, not just basketball or you know this or that and so I think for us my staff and myself included and so many other coaches and their staffs out there this is kind of what we've been doing for a long long time uh, you know the social media piece the texting piece learning to communicate these are all lessons that we've been trying to impart on our our teams for many many years and it just has become magnified obviously, in the last couple of years with the opportunities for for our student-athletes in other areas. Right. You make great, great points, Vic. We're so proud of you. What did meaning, winning the uh, Naismith mean to you as you look back? Good night. I mean, you look on that trophy, 
and see whose names are on there. It, it is such a humbling, and and I'm so honored to be thought of in just a brief moment, really, with all the people that are represented on that on that trophy. And again, the Naismith, just the name Naismith. I mean, you're talking to a guy that's been doing it 38 years. I have a real appreciation and understanding of the history of our game. Um, I learned that from Coach Blair for 15 years. He has such an admiration, love, and respect for our game. And it's carried over into me. And and so I have that same admiration, love, and respect for our game. And to know what just the name Naismith means, and then to see your name on that on that trophy with so many other greats. I mean, it is truly humbling and is such an honor that I was thought of again for such a, a, a year, you know, it's, it's really a brief moment in, in time when you think of it, but for that year, and of course those kids that, you know, I owe it to my kids and my staff. Um, I'm, I say this all the time. I'm smart enough. No, I can't do it by myself. I've always been able to hire great people, great coaches. Uh, coach Harris, who worked for me and worked with me for so many years, he's now the head coach at Auburn. We used to say it all the time. You know, we believe good things happen to good people. We compromise the way we do things just because somebody else might be doing it, you know, and um, we just have always believed that and tried to live that way. And uh, so it was really – Looking back, I mean, I, I, that trophy, it, it sits in my office uh, there at the, at the house uh, for now, and, and it's just really a, a humbling, and, and I'm so honored to be thought of in, in, with those other great coaches. Well, it, it means so much to us to have guys like you, coaches like you, that represent the game so well. You are uh, what Naismith is all about. And uh, we couldn't think of a more worthier recipient then. And we wish you nothing but the best as the new season begins. And we cannot wait, Vic Schaefer, to see you, uh, if not in Austin at your new building, but also uh, back here in Atlanta sometime. So we'll definitely see you at the Final Four, if not before. Hey, thank you so much again for the opportunity today. Really appreciate all you all do for our great game. Um, honored to be on today and uh, anything you ever need from me you know I'm here and thank you again for the opportunity okay 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 Vic best of luck to you my friend and that's going to do it for this week next week on the podcast we'll hear from Shaka Smart the head coach at Marquette that's next week right here on A Trophy Life for all of us from the Naismith Awards Bob Rathbun saying so long so long